entitled mother thinks she earned her daughter's inheritance because she raised her. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. When I used to work warehouse, there had been this lady who constantly talked bad about her oldest child. She stated how much she disliked her and that she couldn't wait to kick her out. She had already started packing her daughter's things while she was still in high school and 17, since she wanted her to leave when she was exactly 18. This woman was a piece of work. One day, I overhear her talking to our coworker how she was going to get all this new stuff. Since she was going to get money from her daughter's inheritance from her daughter, her daughter was getting it from her dad's side. Lady was divorced. When the coworker asked Entitled Mother how much her daughter was planning to give her, she said that it was all hers. That she was going to demand it all from her daughter or else she was going to kick her out. How she had given up so much of her life taking care of this ungrateful child. And that she deserved it all since she raised her. A week or two later, her coworker asked her if she'd gotten all her new stuff. And she just complains about how when she demanded the money, her daughter pretty much just told her to screw off. And she went to live with her friend. That she couldn't believe her daughter did that to her and that she was glad she was out of the house. She even went as far as to state that to be petty, she stole her daughter's old phone and planned on using it. Her daughter was planning on selling it, but the entitled mother refused to give it back. And the daughter didn't want to fight her about it anymore and let her have it. The thing is that it's locked and entitled mother couldn't get it to work. I never did find out if she managed since she quit because she didn't feel appreciated at her job. She was a bad worker. I don't think I've ever heard anyone be such a jerk to their child. Yeah, this woman really does sound like a piece of work. I mean, I understand that a lot of effort goes into raising a child, but typically a lot of love does too, and it sounds like that was missing in this equation. I don't know where she gets the audacity to think that she's going to get all of this inheritance, especially now that her daughter has access to this money and can finally be free of her jerk mother. Some entitled mother physically assaulted me and the vice principal trying to expel me because the teachers were obviously lying. This story is from about four years ago when I was in sixth grade, in a school essentially full of rich entitled kids, where I was bullied a lot. There are a lot of characters in this story, so I'll do my best to try and keep it straight. We have entitled mother, entitled kid, vice principal, coach, teacher, nurse, admissions officer, mom, and finally, me. So for the backstory, I'd been going to school with this kid for seven years at this point, and for a few years had been on the same bus as him, despite living on opposite sides of town. So I was always stuck on the bus for over an hour and didn't get home until like 5 p.m. Because of how late I would get home and the fact that my bus stop was over a half a mile from where we were living, we were living at my grandparents at the time since we were doing construction on our house, my parents got me a cheap, crappy cell phone in the fourth grade. So me and this kid had never liked each other. We were both smart, but me far more so, humble brag, which made him kind of jealous. I explicitly remember that in fourth grade on the last day of school, we all had to pass around a paper on which we'd write something nice about the person whose paper it was. He wrote on mine, second smartest in class after me. Anyway, one day riding home on the bus in fifth grade, he tried to steal my phone. So we fought and I ended up punching him in the face. I had some behavioral problems as a kid due to my ADHD, so I got in fights and hit a lot. Suffice to say, from that point on, he and his mom hated me. She'd even tried to get me kicked off the bus, but failed since the other kid said he'd attacked me first and that there was literally no way for my parents to pick me up, as they both had work. 
Anyway, diving into the main story. So this whole thing started off in gym class one day. We were playing a game which involved tagging one another. Note that this was arranged by the coach. And I chase after this kid and tag him, then run off. I think nothing of it, as that's what all the kids were doing. He starts chasing after me, but like I said, perfectly normal. Then the next day in science, the teacher's teaching us about planetary orbits, about how they both orbit the sun and spin themselves. And she had a few kids come in near her, with her being the sun, and spin really quick and move around her quickly, to symbolize planets like Mercury and Venus. I was one of those kids and I got pretty dizzy. So dizzy, in fact, that when heading back to my table, I fell over and scraped up my leg against a table, and also falling onto this kid, completely by accident. I help him up, apologize profusely, and head back to my seat. Once again, I think nothing of it. Boy, was I wrong. The next week, I'm sitting in social studies, one of the few days I was staying in school, as some of the bullying I was receiving was so bad I would just skip school or make myself vomit so I wouldn't have to go. And over the PA system, they say, Original poster, please step out of class. Now, this is very weird, since in this school they never said, step out of class. They always said, go to XYZ's office, or go to XYZ place. But whatever, I stepped outside my classroom and just waited. I was standing there for like 20 minutes when this crazed looking 30 year old woman comes up to me and grabs my arm and digs her long nails into it. Ladies and gents, this is our entitled mother. While she wasn't your standard Karen, me who was a chubby 11 year old at the time was terrified. She starts screaming at me, don't ever touch my son. Don't you ever touch my son. You dirty little brat. Don't ever touch my son. She carried on like this for about five minutes, all the while with me terrified since I had no clue what was going on. She then stops and the vice principal walks over and pulls me into her office and entitled mother follows. So I'm sitting in the vice principal's office, very confused as to why I'm there, and she starts off with the classic principal line of, do you know why you're here? I of course respond no, since I had no clue why I was there. And then entitled mother starts yelling at me, Stop lying! Vice Principal does nothing to stop her, but then says to me, You're here because you hit Entitled Kid. I respond, When? I never touched him. Vice Principal then tells me, Entitled Kid says that you tackled him against the wall during gym on XYZ date when we played the game, and that you punched him in the face. Additionally, he says that on XYZ day in science, you knocked him to the ground, jumped on top of him, and started clawing at his eyes, and that you hurt him so badly he had to go to the nurse. I responded by telling her, That's completely untrue. But the vice principal hated me. One day, my bully locked me outside in the pouring rain, and when she let me back in, she said that I should be suspended for being outside, even after she saw the camera footage. So when I tell her that I didn't do it, she says that she doesn't think she can trust me over Entitled Kid, him being a paragon of truth or something, and calls up my mom. My mom, who, mind you, was at work, just trying to finish up so she could get home to her infant child, takes my back and says that I did nothing wrong because I didn't do anything and says that before vice principal rushes to judgment, she first needs to ask my science teacher and coach. Entitled mother rejects this out of hand since after all, my precious little entitled kid could never be lying. Hey lady, I've got a surprise for you. Both teachers come in, which I saw since I was stuck in her office for the rest of the day. And they both say in front of entitled mother, vice principal, and I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Original 
original poster didn't do anything. Vice Principal lets me go home, but tells me that there will be a meeting tomorrow with my mom and I, as well as Entitled Mother. The next day, I have a headache, so I go to the nurse. Now, I don't know how it works in most schools, but in our school, when you went to the nurse, you needed to sign in, and the date was written down. I tell the nurse who liked me the story and asked her if she could check her records. She pulls out the forms and says that Entitled Kid hadn't been there in over two months. He never went. Me, excited by this new information, asks the nurse to come speak to the vice principal later with me and my mom, and the nurse agrees. Later that day, Entitled Mother, Mom, and I walk into the vice principal's office and sit down. Entitled Mother starts her rant about how I'm a terrible child who's abusing her son and should not be allowed in the school. My mom gets up and tells her to her face that she's full of crap, that all the teachers said I did nothing wrong, and that maybe they should ask the nurse about what happened. Vice Principal calls up the nurse and asks, her about this and nurse tells the truth. The entitled kid had never been there. My mom sits down thinking that maybe we would be allowed to leave because, you know, I'm innocent. But oh no, dear reader, that isn't what happened. Vice principal turns to me and my mom and says to our faces, dead serious, maybe the teachers could be lying. That's right. These teachers who had steady secure jobs at this school and had worked there happily for a year at the highest paying school in the area would sacrifice their jobs for a little kid who they didn't really like that much. Entitled Mother smugly yells out, Of course they're lying. They all just want an entitled kid to get in trouble. My mom, fed up with this and the severe bullying I've been going through, pulls me up, tells the vice principal we're leaving, and heads to the administration officer's office. She then pulls me out of the school for next year. Joke's on the vice principal, though. She got fired. Guess that's what happens to jerks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little 
or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Now, again, to play devil's advocate here, I'm sure it's difficult for principals and teachers to deal with these situations with kids. It's always a story of he said, she said, right? And let's be honest, kids aren't always the most honest. But I feel like once the entitled kid has been proven to be lying in several instances, to turn around and say that all of your staff members are lying just to get him in trouble seems like borderline paranoia to me. Like, really, the worst person in this story is by far the vice principal. Kids will be kids, they don't get along sometimes. It kind of is what it is in some instances. But it's the vice principal's job to address these situations and try and resolve them. And I feel like the way that she handled this just seemed completely one-sided. Clearly, other people acknowledged that maybe she wasn't that good at this job since she got fired shortly after. At least, no one else has to deal with this anymore. This lady tried to ruin my Christmas holiday, so I called immigration on her. Let's start with some backstory. I used to work for a computer repair company that did warranty work for several of the major PC brands. Dell, IBM, HP, etc. We'd receive our jobs around 8am, contact customers 3 times between 9am and 1pm for guaranteed same day service, then at 5pm we close out our calls for the day. At each call we document that an attempt was made, and if there's any questions about it they can pull up our phone records. It's Christmas Eve and I'm working as usual. In my bucket are 2 calls for the day. 9am comes and I contact the first with no problem, and they want service on the 28th due to going out of town. No big deal, we've got 5 days to complete the call. Second customer doesn't answer, so I leave a voicemail and go about my day. 11.30. I call again and leave the same voicemail, then again at 1 to the same result. Great, my day is now free and I can go visit my family. I drive north from my home city, where we're routed from for work, about 40 miles away. Around 4.45, I get a call from my supervisor. Let's call him Steve. And he's basically screaming at me that I had made no attempts to contact the second customer, and that she's escalated the call to Dell. Pretty sure that was the PC maker. That's a very serious thing to have happen with our company at the time. Three unresolved escalations results in immediate termination. By the time I got off the phone with Steve, it's 5 p.m. So I call the customer again. Hi, this is me with company name. I'm calling about your Dell laptop. I see by our records that you're having issues with getting no Wi-Fi signal. I'd like to set up a time on the 26th to come repair that for you. When would be a good time? Are you kidding me? I've been waiting home all day for you to get your butt here, and you won't come until the 26th? I need this fixed tonight. I signed up for internet as a Christmas gift for my kids. You've ruined Christmas for them, you little jerk. You need to get out here now and fix this piece of crap. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but it's after five. It's Christmas Eve, and I'm already with my family. She hangs up. I stare at the phone for a second before telling my family what's happened. Not two minutes later, Steve calls me again. That there's a second escalation against me and that I need to leave to get this call resolved tonight. I call the customer and after feeling the smug radiate off of her over the phone, I tell her that I'm two and a half hours away and will be there as soon as I can be. Obviously, I'm getting peeved by the turn of events. 
Fast forward and I arrive at her house which was 64 miles from my home city roughly two hours later, only to be greeted in the driveway by this self-absorbed witch. She stands there smiling smugly at me and saying next time I'll call customers like I'm supposed to. I point out to her that I have phone records proving that I had and that I'd like to get this over with quickly so I can salvage what I can of the holiday. She leads me into the house where I'm confronted by a very large group of Mexican people, at least 15 to 20 of them, several of which reek heavily of pot. She sets me up in the dining room and I proceed to replace the motherboard and wireless card, all while listening to every person in the room telling about how they crossed the border and laughing at how easy it was and how they work under the table for various people. I finish and boot up the laptop, fix all the BIOS settings and go into Windows. To my surprise, there's no Wi-Fi detected. I check all the settings and as a good measure, I pull out my phone and do a search on there. Nothing. I ask the lady where the router is set up so I can check to see if it's broadcasting. And I swear, I can't make this up. Oh, they're coming on the 26th to set all that up. They're coming on the 26th to set all that up. As calmly as I could, I packed everything up and told her goodnight. Now, I know what you're thinking. Where's the revenge in this story? Across the street was a gas station, where I pulled in to a point that I could see her house, but they'd have a hard time seeing me. Next, I made a call to ICE and to the local police department, telling them that I had just done a service call to a drug den that was housing numerous illegal immigrants and at least a dozen children. You've got to think of the children, right? I set up my dash cam and waited the 15 minutes for the first wave of blue lights to appear. I sat there watching at least 15 men being hauled out in handcuffs with a gleam in my eye. The best part, the witch was standing out in the middle of her yard, screaming at the top of her lungs that it was Christmas, and how dare they take her family away. I think she got wise to me when I pulled away after the cops and ice left, but I didn't care. I countered the escalations the next day with proof of my calling and never heard from her again. So what do you guys think? Was I a jerk? Uh, see, this one is a little more difficult, I feel. I don't know, I could kind of get on either side. At the end of the day, we don't know these people that he screwed over. They might have had horrible lives where they were and were happy to finally be in the US. To then lose everything just because of some petty interaction between this woman and our original poster really would seem kind of sad. Now, our original poster said they were kind of bragging about it and making it into a joke and were also doing drugs at the time. So I understand maybe having the impulse to call immigration. However, this really seems like it was done out of pettiness more than anything else. And that's where my problem lies. This wasn't done out of concern or anything like that. This was a haha got you moment and that just feels really dirty to me. My brother's girlfriend says I alienated her at my engagement dinner because she's vegan. I, 24-year-old female, recently got engaged and had an engagement party dinner this past weekend. I'm currently still receiving backlash from this and want to get some outside opinions if I was in the wrong. My fiancé and I both invited our immediate family and close friends to this dinner. About 30 people. The dinner was held at a nice Italian restaurant in my city. Our invites gave our guests the option to choose between the meat option and a fish option for their mains. It's important to note that only people in both mine and my fiancé's family that have, I guess, food restrictions are my dad and my stepmom, and they're pescatarian, but a lot of people in our family love seafood, so the fish option was chosen more than the meat. My younger brother, 20-year-old male, contacted me about a week before the dinner to RSVP and asked if he could bring a plus one, his new girlfriend. He chose the meat option. Now, my brother dates around a lot and is always bringing new girls around, so I wasn't aware that he was even in a relationship. I told him, sure, 
her and that I can have an extra seat for her. Night of the dinner comes and everyone is having a good time. I met my brother's new girlfriend and she seemed very sweet. When it came time to eat, she pulls one of the waiters aside and loudly asks him, Is there any vegan options? The waiter looked confused and said, We have a fish and a meat option for the mains. I can offer you a salad and some roasted potatoes and other veggies as a substitute if you wish. My brother's girlfriend started to get mouthy with him and said, Well, what if I don't want a salad, huh? You just assume because I'm vegan I only eat salads? What if I want some pasta? What kind of restaurant is this? This is discrimination. My brother started trying to calm her down, but she started going off on me, saying, why would you pick a restaurant that doesn't have vegan options? Many people are vegan nowadays, and it makes me feel alienated that you couldn't even think to accommodate me. I explained to her that the only people that have food restrictions here are pescatarians. So that's what I considered when I chose the restaurant. I didn't even know she was coming until a week ago. The reservation had been booked for a month. She started saying it's embarrassing on my part that I can't accommodate all my guests and called me small-minded. I told her, sorry I didn't think to accommodate you. I'll consider that in the future. Hopefully you'll be around long enough for me to be able to do so. She ended up leaving. My brother walked out with her and has been messaging me that I should apologize to her because I embarrassed her in front of everyone. I told him that she embarrassed herself. My mom's also been on my case to apologize, to be the bigger person and keep the peace. Am I the jerk for making her feel alienated? Alright, so this one I feel is a little more cut and dry. You were not a jerk for making her feel alienated. You didn't know about her dietary preferences, you only found out about her even coming a week prior, and had booked the restaurant almost a month before that. So it is a little bit of a stretch for her to assume that there would have been some change made just for her. Now, that being said, I do think that maybe you were a little bit of a jerk for calling her out about not being around so long. While this is more of a statement towards your brother than it is to her, it was still probably hurtful and just kind of a low blow. It wasn't really necessary. You'd kind of already made your point, I feel, but I also understand that this is your night. It's your engagement party and this is your family and friends. For her to come in and start making some big scene and yelling at you, I can understand the desire to lash out, but it is a situation where maybe you should have been the bigger person. At least for that. I don't blame you about the whole not having vegan food situation. That is what it is and she should have just accepted what was available to her. You have to understand that when you have dietary restrictions, especially ones that are simply chosen to be implemented and not religious or anything like that, that not necessarily everywhere is going to be able to accommodate you, and that you are going to run into situations like this. To act the way that this girl acted is nothing short of entitled, and I do agree that she needed to be brought back down to earth. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.